Hi everyone and welcome to episode 20 of the School of Self-Improvement podcast. I can't believe we're here at episode 20 already. Thank you to everybody who's supported the podcast so far and if you are new around here you're very welcome. My name is Christina and I'm a nutritionist and a weight loss coach and I run an online weight loss program called the Protein Priority Diet. But this podcast is not about weight loss or just about weight loss because we do talk about it sometimes. But this podcast is about all things self-improvement because I am a self-confessed self-improvement junkie and that was easy for me to say. So in episode 20, we are going to be talking about what it's like to be an introvert because I think that this is one of the most misunderstood things and I want to bring some clarity to it. And I want to talk about it because I know that a lot of introverts, not knowing what it's like to be introverted, think that there's something wrong with them. They might mistake introverted tendencies for social awkwardness or shyness or just thinking, oh, there must be something wrong with me if I don't want to do that or don't want to go there. I love my friends, but why am I dreading going to see them? If any of that sounds familiar, then stay tuned because introverts are uniting and we're coming together and we are telling the world this is how we are, this is how we like to do things, so let's see how we can get there together. So what is an introvert? Well, it's quite simple. Somebody who is introverted likes to recharge their energy, recharge their social battery by spending time alone. But that's a really oversimplified explanation of what an introvert is because it can also be that um, when you have to go and spend time with people and go and spend time in big groups you can actually dread it because it's so draining and you know that you're going to feel so tired afterwards so you make plans with friends and then when it comes time to go you're wishing that somebody would cancel or you're absolutely dreading it. Even though you love these people, you know you're going to have a good time and you know it's going to be fun. There's still that little part of you inside that thinks, oh, I, I wish that like would there would be some sort of natural disaster that would save me from having to go. Of course, like you don't actually wish there was a natural disaster, but that's where the mind goes. I wish somebody would cancel. I wish something would happen so that I don't actually have to go and do those things. And you can have moments where it's not really a problem for you. It's not really an issue to go out and be in a group, but you need to be alone to recharge. And then there's other times where you immediately regret making plans when you were maybe feeling a little bit more social. But when it comes time to do it, all you want to do is sit at home in your pajamas with a good book and a nice hot cup of tea. I like to think of being an introvert as being selectively social. You know, we have a group of people that we know we can go spend time with happily. But when it comes to doing something like networking, which is a really important thing to do if you own your own business or you are in that kind of job where you need to network, that can be really stressful for an, an introvert because not only are you going to spend time with a big group of people, there are a big group of people that you don't know, that you've never met. And I especially find small talk really, really difficult. And I tend to kind of overshare to try and make a connection so that it makes me feel a little bit more comfortable. And of course, you know, the 
people that that I'm talking to might not like the fact that I'm oversharing and I'm not talking about like you know personal intimate details or anything like that but you know talking about family and things like that that may not be entirely appropriate for the setting but it's something that I feel compelled to do um and only introverts really will get that that the connection that you have with somebody makes it so much easier to do small talk so you look for a common ground to have with somebody anyone with introverted tendencies will have to really psych themselves up to go out and normally what I notice happens with me that is that if I have to do something where I know I'm going to be pushed out of my comfort zone or I have to meet with people who I don't know it literally takes me hours to psych myself up and I almost block off the entire day to work up to the fact that I have this thing so if I have a meeting at two or three o'clock in the afternoon I, I make sure that there'll be nothing for me to do in the morning so that I can take the time to gather myself together and to psych myself up to actually go and do the thing and talk to these strangers um, and it's something that I realized that I do and it is actually an introvert tendency And you might be surprised to learn that I'm introverted because I am here talking on the podcast. I talk live on YouTube. I talk live on Facebook in front of thousands of people. And I have uh, regularly appeared in stories on Instagram talking to like I've got more than 8000 subscribers on Instagram followers. I should say get the lingo right, Christina. But The fact is that when I'm doing the talking and I'm doing it live and there may be thousands of people watching me, I'm alone in my office or I'm alone in my living room and it makes it such it makes such a big difference. If I had to stand up on stage to um, to actually talk in front of a lot of people, I will probably die of fright. And you might think I'm exaggerating when I say that, but I'm actually not. Public speaking for me in front of actual people is terrifying. Yet I could easily get in front of 10,000 people virtually and not even break a sweat and probably not even prepare very well. A lot of the things that I do online when I go live are just kind of off the cuff because that's how I work best. But even if I was thoroughly prepared and I had a teleprompter and I had practiced for days and days and days, I would still really struggle to actually get up on stage in front of a lot of people. And that's kind of normal, I suppose, an introverted tendency. And extroverts really don't have the same issue being around people that they don't know or being in large groups it energizes them. That's how extroverts get their social battery charged by being with people. And of course, for introverts, it's exactly the opposite. So if you're in a relationship with an introvert and you're extroverted, it can be quite difficult to find some common ground and vice versa. So an introvert literally charges their battery by spending time alone, but you don't actually feel lonely. And I've noticed that if I don't get enough time alone, I really start to suffer. I actually feel like 
my cells are crying out for a long time. Like I can feel it down into my bones that I just want to break free, get out, get up, get to be alone and just breathe. And it's a really hard thing to describe, but it feels almost like an intolerance to people and everybody irritates you no matter how much you love somebody and you want to spend time with them and you love being around them all of a sudden the the sounds that they're making as they're going about their day are irritating and I know this sounds like really um extreme and it sounds really strange but it for me when I start to get those irritations by um just the normal day-to-day life things, I know that I need to spend some time alone. And it's been particularly hard over the last two years because we've all been put into situations where we don't get time alone. And as introverts, I think we suffered uniquely in that we were always surrounded by people. And same with extroverts, they might have been surrounded by people, but maybe it wasn't enough people, maybe it wasn't the right type of people in the right environment. So don't underestimate the impact the last two years has had on your ability to be able to recharge. You might find yourself getting tired or uh, lethargic more quickly, and it might not be anything physical, it might just be that you haven't had enough time to properly recharge your social battery in whatever way you do that, whether you're introverted or whether you are extroverted. While I was researching this topic, I came across this quote and I thought it was really perfect. It perfectly illustrates what it's like to be an introvert. And it basically says introvert problems, wanting to be invited, but not wanting to go anywhere. Being lonely at home, but not wanting anyone in your space unless you really like them. And even if you really like them, you want them to go home soon. And I just thought that that was perfect. It's like, I want to be around people, but only certain people and only people I like. And even though I like them, I don't want to be around them all the time and I need them to go home soon. And it it is not being rude and it's not being ungrateful or not wanting to spend time with people. It's just simply the fact that introverts need to be alone to recharge their battery. And sometimes being alone in a room is not enough. If you can hear other people in the house and you can you can sense that there's other people close by, sometimes that's not even enough to give you the time you need to recharge those batteries. So if you feel like you really want to spend time alone and you really struggle to feel properly relaxed and properly recharged, maybe it's time to book yourself into a hotel overnight and just spend some time by yourself. You don't even have to go to a hotel overnight. You can just book a day and go out for the entire day and you know, just spend some time alone, maybe go to a museum, go to a cafe, buy yourself a big, huge cup of tea or coffee and bring a book so that you can just relax, read, people watch, whatever you want to do. Another introvert problem is talking on the phone. And this can also be People who have social anxiety as well can have the same issue. It's when somebody calls you without telling you that they're going to call you and, you know, you you drop the phone like it's a hot potato and run away and hide behind a curtain. (laughs) 
That I don't know is if it's fully introverted tendencies or it is a bit of social anxiety too. But it's perfectly normal to feel like that, to need to work up to talking to somebody on the phone. I know when I have to make any sort of official phone calls, it can take me a couple of minutes to kind of psych myself up to be able to actually make the call and talk to somebody I don't know. Because for me, as an introvert, small talk with somebody I don't know is difficult. Um, And then if you throw in the fact that I don't hear very well, I wear hearing aids in both ears, which can make talking on the phone especially difficult. Uh, I'm really fortunate that the the hearing aids that I have actually connect to my phone. So when somebody calls me, it goes straight to my hearing aids. So I don't have to try and navigate that. But still, if somebody has particularly heavy accent I really struggle to understand so having to work up to a phone call is definitely something that introverts have a tendency to do so how do you look after yourself as an introvert well obviously the first thing is making sure that you get that time alone where you are actually truly alone. I mean, you can be surrounded by people like in a cafe or um, in in a shop or you know, in any sort of situation like that. But as long as nobody's talking to you and nobody's paying attention to you, that can be really helpful, right? So you don't need to go and be like in the wilderness or, you know, find somewhere where there's nobody for 20 kilometers around you. It doesn't have to be like that. You can be alone in a big group of people as long as you don't have to interact with them and you don't have to talk with them. So going and sitting in your local cafe, for example, can be a really good way to recharge where there are people, but you're not required to talk to them beyond ordering your coffee and saying please and thank you. So some emotional self-care that you can do as an introvert is really about getting what's inside out, right? Because as introverts, we tend to be very inside ourselves and very um, heavy within ourselves in terms of the way we think and the way we talk, because as introverts, we spend a lot of time thinking, but we also spend a lot of time thinking about how to say things and, and how to use specific words for saying things. So we can tend to kind of get a little bit wrapped up in issues we have or dilemmas we have, or, you know, problems that we need to work through. And instead of reaching out to talk to somebody, our tendency can be to actually keep it inside until we have a solution. So one of the good things that you can do for yourself as an introvert is to do some sort of brain dump or journaling. I love to journal. I try to journal every day. I don't always do it every day and I don't put pressure on myself to be perfect and do it every single day but I do it often enough and it really helps. And these are called morning pages, what I do. And it's from the book, The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron, which is an amazing book and I've talked about it before. But in this, she talks about the importance of doing morning pages, which are literally a brain dump first thing in the morning. You get it all out on paper. It's not designed to be poetic or to be good prose. It's not designed to be something that you go back and reread it's not something for anybody else to read the only purpose it serves is to get everything that's inside your head out onto paper and it kind of gives you a little bit of a release so journaling and doing some sort of brain dumping where 
you have the never ending to do list, right? We all have a never ending to do list. But one of the really valuable things you can do for yourself is to write it all down and don't look at it. So write down your to do list, but don't go back and look at it and don't try and check things off. For me, that's the only way that I can really get a grips on what I have to do for running my business. For example, I have a to-do list every single day and I don't go back and look at it and I don't cross it off. I just do it first thing in the morning before I start working, just do my to-do list and then get started on working. And it really helps because instead of thinking I have all of this stuff to do, I have all of this stuff to do, you've already written it down. So you can start at the top and work your way down because you have the list in your head you know what you need to do but the actual act of writing it down is extremely helpful to get it out of your head and stop it going around and then as soon as you have time where you need to do maybe the next thing on your list you have it in your head so you know exactly what you need to do next another great emotional self-care that you can do as an introvert is to do some meditation again it requires for proper concentration it really requires that you have some peace and quiet somewhere um and meditation can mean different things it it doesn't necessarily mean sitting cross-legged with your eyes closed Uh, it can be some sort of activity so i have an adult coloring book and markers and i take 10 minutes every day and i sit down and i do some coloring with with no distractions no music on no podcasts on in the background and nobody around and literally just take those 10 minutes to sit with my coloring book and my markers and do some coloring and that's a great form of meditation because you're concentrating on what you're doing you're concentrating on the task so you don't feel like you have um many distractions and you don't really think about things i mean you, you might have thoughts that come into your head and that's okay you can go with the flow So meditation can be very personal. Going for a walk can be a meditation for some people. Getting out on your bike and having a a cycle around your neighborhood, that can be a form of meditation, whatever it means to you. So as a physical self-care activity for um, introverts, obviously it it should be something that either you do in a group where you feel comfortable and it energizes you or something that you do by yourself. And if you can incorporate a little bit of mindfulness into it, it's even better. So something like gardening, um, maybe doing some yoga, going for a walk again, you can incorporate the meditation aspect of it, the mindfulness act of it, and it's a physical activity as well. Maybe a warm bath might help because it's, again, it's a physical sensation, but you are alone. Um, If you've got young kiddos, maybe just make sure that they're not in the house so that they don't feel tempted to join you. When it comes to self-care from a social perspective, I think it's really important to understand what your limit is. How much time can you spend socially before you know you need to switch off and go recharge your batteries? And do a social detox too. Spend some time without any plans or without going on social media, without talking to people. And I'm not talking about like disappear for six months, but you know, a few days maybe, just take it off. You can tell people, look, I'm I'm doing a, a digital detox and I'm not going to be available on my social media platforms. I'm not going to be available on WhatsApp or wherever people usually get you. And that gives you the kind of headspace and the elbow room to be able to really recharge properly. 
I'm going to leave you with this from Holly Girth, and it's seven ways to love an introvert. Number one, realize that introversion is not simply a personality trait, it's a nervous system setting. Number two, appreciate that the introverts in your life will probably know you more deeply than anyone else. Number three, understand that introverts will want one-on-one time with you. Number four, also let introverts spend time away guilt-free. Number five, offer another option besides talking on the phone. Number six, recognize when introverts are stressed or tired, they need extra support and rest and time away. And number seven, be kind. Introverts are already really hard on themselves, even when you'd never guess it. And that goes to exactly what I was saying at the start, that we give ourselves a hard time as introverts because we think we should enjoy being with our friends more and we shouldn't get tired and irritated when we are within our group of friends. We should want to spend time with them. We should want to go on to the bar after spending the entire day with them. But we need to honor ourselves because it is a nervous system setting and our nervous system requires peace and quiet and isolation to be able to recharge our batteries. So introverts you and I, stop giving yourself a hard time and embrace your introverted tendencies and honor them so that you can feel your best every day. So that's it for episode 20 of the School of Self-Improvement podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'd love you to reach out to me with any topic ideas you might have or people that you'd like me to talk to here on the podcast. And please do leave a review wherever you listen to the podcast because it does help others find it. I'll see you back here next week at the same time.